Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. I love sharing Torah thoughts, ideas, and messages in all of its wonderful parts and facets. Baruch Hashem, today this is easier than ever before. Please enjoy the following class and the rest of them on my podcast. And follow in order to receive updates daily. Also, please feel free to share this podcast with your friends, family, and neighbors so they could enjoy as well. Now let's move on and learn and grow together. All right, Chava, let's go. Let's get started. Oh, Hashem, we're back after Shavuot. It's a beautiful Shavuot, and uh, it's good to be back. Let's go. We're holding a Gimel bed, 3B. And we're up to Tana. Uh, sorry, not up to Tana. Yeah, up to Tana. Up to Tana. Today, no, that's not where we're up to. We did that already. Tana is, yeah, but Avim Uvruchot, no, that's where we're up to. Yeah, yeah. That's where we're up to. It's uh, almost halfway down the page, the words Tana. So just as means of introduction over here, we're going to discuss today weather conditions. We're going to become meteorologists today. So we're going to discuss certain weather conditions that are beneficial, good, helpful, and certain weather conditions that are considered not necessarily beneficial, that are bad, <coughs> that cause damage. That's what we're going to discuss today. Why is this important ultimately? Because we're going to see part of the trilot was created based on weather conditions, certain things we dive in for certain things we don't have to dive in for. So we've already mentioned three. We mentioned rain. Rain, it's based on season. Sometimes we pray for it. Sometimes we don't pray for it. We're not supposed to pray for it. Ruchot and Tal are things that always occur. So we've already made a little bit. I just want to point this out. We've already made a little bit of a distinction within Tal itself. We showed that Tal never stops, but Tal Shel Bracha, Tal of Blessing, could stop. So the base level never stops, but Tal of Bracha could stop. How do we know what's the difference? It, Rashi learns is that it brings extra growth to the crops. I don't know if we could spot it. I mean, the, the implication is we can't spot it, actually, from the Gemara. You can't actually see it. It's only happening in the dark. Oh, oh, what it is, actually? I mean, they say when you walk in the early morning and you see the, the ground is slick, that's considered Tal. It's like yeah, wet. Yeah, how can you tell Tal from Brahma? No, 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 that's not. That's that's the Gemara implies that you can't actually tell such a distinction. So, okay. What, what's Matar? Matar is rain. What's the difference between that and Geshem and Matar is both rain. It's a very no good difference? question. There has to be some difference because we don't have two Hebrew words but for no reason. But they're both rain. They're both but rain. But when you say Matar, it's an explanation for strong rain. Strong rain, okay. The Gemara, I don't think it holds that way, but we'll see. That is a good point, though. Any, Whenever you find in Hebrew two words that seem to be the same thing, it has to be two different words. Lashon Kodesh, there's nothing extra. So certainly there has to be a difference. We'll see. There has to be a difference, but maybe we'll, we'll learn that a little later. So today, we're going to mention, beginning, start off some more things that never stop, and therefore the Chachamim don't require us to mention. So Tana, says the Brayta. Now, as we go through this, I just want to tell you, I'm not necessi- I don't necessarily understand each of these weather conditions and their benefit. The ones that I do understand, I'll be happy to share. Those that I don't necessarily understand, we'll discuss. Maybe we can figure them out together. Some of these I might not... There's a meteorologist for us. Tana. 
Says the Brayta, the Avim of Ruchot, when it comes to winds and rains, so now we introduce, not winds, excuse me, clouds. Avim is clouds. Clouds and winds, sorry. Avim is clouds, Ruchot is winds. Lo chayvu chachamim la'azgir. Chachamim did not require us to mention them. Rashi throws in over here, what do you mean clouds? So there would be a hava amina. You may say that we should mention in the Amidah, Hashem causes the clouds to gather together. Causes the clouds to cluster. That's the word in English. Causes them to gather together because there's benefit in having clouds. Now what that benefit is, we'll see momentarily. That's what Rashi says in Kasher Amidah. Correct. So the Brayta says, regarding clouds and winds, lo chayevu chachamim la'azkir, the chachamim did not require us to mention them in the Amidah, but again, v'im bala'azkir, maskir. If he wants to mention them, he could mention them. My time, what's the reason? The same thing like we said before, by clouds and dew. Mishum de lo because these things never stop. Now I just want to stop for one second. What, what benefit do these things really afford the world? So winds, we already mentioned actually, that winds is like the cleanup service. It's that if there wouldn't be winds, so then dust would gather and debris, bacteria, yeah, things like that. The dew sort of pats it down. It's like the sweeping and the mopping. That's the way I see it. What about clouds? What benefit does clouds offer that never stops? So shade is an obvious one, right? Shade. Clouds, 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 clouds. Avin. Clouds. You know, the gadget together in the sky. It's part of the process to get rain. It is part of the process. So that's one. Shade is one thing. And it causes the, the heat. I just, I was, okay, I looked this up because I was curious as to what it is. So apparently I read 20% of the heat that is generated to the world is reflected away by the clouds, which is a fascinating thing. Meaning we'd be fried without the clouds to a certain degree. Too much heat coming to the earth. You're saying the heat coming from the sun, 20% of it is... 20% of the heat coming from space, I guess, and the sun, I guess that's what it is, is is, is pushed backwards, meaning it doesn't come towards... Radiation is another thing. Radiation, so I was going to say radiation also, that's another thing. means heat as well as it reflects away radiation. So that's one thing for sure that clouds cause benefit to the world. It causes the world to not get overheated to a certain degree. Obviously, also, like Matan says, is also true, is that clouds are necessary in bringing rain to the world, right? That there's, what's it called? Because uh, precipitation sun, goes up. I learned about it in school, in middle school. Yeah. But they taught us that basically the sun, during the summer, should heat the ocean. Right. The ocean basically, basically steam up. Precipitation, the right? Steam up, that basically the humidity goes up to the shamayim, actually right. becomes a cloud, and then the clouds become... Becomes too heavy, it comes out. It depends with the weather conditions, right. and then... It's going out, beautiful. That's the water, the water, what's it called? The water system? The water cycle? The water cycle. I think photosynthesis. Photosynthesis. That's with plants. That's something else. Photosynthesis is making oxygen. So anyways, from the uh, carbon dioxide. <laughs> <laughs> so the kids, so we got benefits of clouds, but apparently the base benefits clouds afford the world never stop. So since they never stop, again, Chazal did not require us to mention them in the Amidah. They didn't require us to mention that Hashem causes the clouds to gather together, nor, like we said before, do we have to mention that the winds blow, because also they never stop. So why do you say Mashiv Again, so Mashiva Ruach Amarit Ageshem, the answer Rashi told us already, you're mentioning the winds that are associated with the rain. Mashiva Ruach Amarit Ageshem, it's the rain and the winds that come along with it. But you don't say by itself, 
Mashif Haruach. There's no Tefillah in the Amidah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, that's what she said. But, yeah. but basically, the cloud is stronger than the wind. Yeah. Because cloud is part of the rain. Yeah, that's one of the benefits. I'm saying there's a few benefits we could talk about. One is that it blocks heat, reflects away a certain amount of heat, radiation from the world, keeps us healthy in a certain way. The other is it has to do with the rain well, system. basically the vessel that holds the, the And that's what you were mentioning. Exactly, right. Exactly. Very, very interesting, by the way. I don't know, I only looked it up very briefly, but that's very interesting. The, the whole way the Bria works is a fascinating thing. Anyways. This rabbi, we're going to end up a scientist. You see, I see that? Okay. What's the difference between the first Ruchos and the second Ruchos? They're the same thing. It's just the first Bryce has said Tal and Ruchos, and this one says Avim and Ruchos. Two different Tanoim, but it's the same. The Avim is the difference. Avim and Tal, that's the difference. Let's continue. Challenge the Gemara now is the following question. So you're telling me that the Avim and Ruchot, the winds and the clouds, never stop. The Loma Atri, Mara says, is that true? They never stop? Vahatani Rav Yosef, but Rav Yosef taught in Abraita as follows. The Pasuk tells us in Ekev, we say this in Vaya every day, it says if the Jews don't keep the Torah and mitzvot, it says, Vahatzat Hashemayim. Hashem will withhold, Vahatzat is to hold back the heavens. <coughs> Now, when it says, Hashem will withhold the heavens, it means he's going to keep back something that usually comes from the heavens. So the, the Brayta says, Rabbi Yosef interprets that to mean, that Hashem will withhold the clouds and the winds. Meaning, if we don't keep Torah and mitzvot, it means Hashem will not bring clouds and winds. So the Gemara says, well, let's just finish the bright up, but the kash is going to be, you see those things could stop. And you just said they never stop. But the bright up continues just to clarify. Ata Omer, you want to say, Mina Avim Mina Ruchot, that when it says, V'atzarat HaShamayim, it means Hashem will withhold the clouds and winds. Oeno, or maybe not. Ella, rather, Mina Matzar. Maybe when it says, V'atzarat HaShamayim, it means Hashem will withhold the rain. But the clouds and winds are never going to stop. So the Brayta clarifies, Kishahu Omer, when the next part of the Pasuk says, Velo Matar, there will not be rain, Hare Matar Amor, that's referring to rain. Hamani Mekayim, so what do I fulfill the first part of the Pasuk? He will withhold the heavens. So says the Brayta, Mina Avim Mina Ruchot, that means Hashem could withhold the clouds and the winds. So what do we see from Rabbi Yosef's teaching in the Brayta? We see that when the Pasuk says, V'atzarat HaShemayim lo yamatar. Lo yamatar means Hashem could withhold the rain. Now that's okay, because we know that that stops. But the first part of the Brayta that says, V'atzarat HaShemayim, the Brayta of Yosef is teaching that Hashem could withhold the clouds and the winds. So, so the Gemara says, you see, clouds and winds could stop. How can you say it never stops? And that's why we don't have to mention them. Yeah, the second way. Yeah. 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 It seems like the final result of this process is going to be the rain. And the whole idea. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're right, you're right. But the clouds have an independent benefit as well. I understand. Yeah. But in order for us to know how to separate between seasons, yeah. we need some symbolic thing. Just there is clouds, clouds okay. can happen also in summer. Okay. So, so how am I going to be able to notify if it's a winter time and summer time if just there is wind or, or clouds? 
I understand the question. Rain makes a separation between winter and summer. In Israel, in Israel, you're not in Miami. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's true. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Okay, so the idea is, in order for us to separate between, like we spoke about the beginning with the Eliezer, why you're saying rain? It's like the first time and whatever. So the same idea is here. Like if there is only clouds or winds. We won't be able to set it to notify the difference. Why? Why? Because just part of the process to get the, to the final result, which is rain. Well, that's true, but in the summer you could have clouds too. The opposite. That's what I'm saying. Like Mara's saying, we do. We always have clouds and winds to some degree. To some degree. We always do. The question is why you mention why you not mention Avim and Rukhot? Because they never stop. Because they okay. never stop. Let me let me speak it out, and then we'll see it inside again. Because I think that was a little confusing. Rev, the Gemara taught the Brayta taught that when it comes to clouds and winds, the Chachamim did not make any specific nusach that we have to mention in the Amidah. There's no special tefillah for that. What's the reason? Because it never stops. Never stops. Okay. So the Gemara challenges this because we have a Brayta, and the Brayta says like this. We know the Pasuk tells us in Ekev, and Vaya, that we say every day. It says, V'atzarat ha-shamayin v'lo matar. It says, if we don't keep Torah and mitzvot, Hashem will withhold the heavens, and then there will not be rain. So the Brayta says, when it says, it means that Hashem will withhold the avim and ruchot, the clouds and the winds. Now you might challenge, this is all in the Brayta, you might challenge that assumption, and you might challenge that and say, no, maybe means Hashem will withhold the rain. No, so the Brayta says that can't be because the next words in the Pasuk say Hashem will withhold the rain as it says Velo matar. So that's already mentioned at the end of the Pasuk. So how do we interpret Vatsarat Hashemayim? Says Rav Yosef to teach us that not only will he withhold the rain Velo matar, but he'll also withhold clouds and winds. So says the Gemara, you see from the Brayta that Hashem could withhold the clouds and winds if we're not keeping Torah and Mitzvot. But we just said those things never stop. So we're at a question now. How can you say it never stops if the Brayta seems to say it possibly does? Let's, re- but let's just read the Brayta again because I think it was a little confusing. So let's see that again. So the Gemara says, Do the clouds and winds never stop? But it was taught in the Brayta. Rav Yosef teaches us the Pasuk says in Ekev, Hashem withholds the heavens. So the Brayta interprets, It means that Hashem will withhold the clouds and the winds. Now the Brayta challenges that. Atta Omer, you say, that it's withholding the clouds and winds. Or maybe rather, it means he'll withhold the rain. So the answer to that is, when the Pasuk says right after, there won't be rain. That's referring to rain, right? That, behold, rain is said. So how do I fulfill the first part of the Pasuk? Withholding the heavens. It means Hashem could withhold the clouds and the winds. So now we have a question. The Gemara just illustrates. There is a difficulty. And there's also a difficulty. Clouds on clouds. We have a double contradiction. Because you're telling me in the first statement, which is the first Brayta, that the clouds and winds never stop. The second Brayta, which is Rav Yosef teaches us, the clouds and winds could stop. So there's a contradiction in both weather conditions. Yeah. 
He says, Viatsarat Hashemayim. Yeah. And then it says, Mina Avin and Mina Ruchot. That yeah. means Avin and Ruchot. Exactly. Now, within that same Brysa, it's challenging. It's challenging. Exactly. Meaning the Brysa is speaking out how we get to that conclusion. It says the conclusion, and then it shows us how we got there. Oh, is it not Ella, but rather it's Min Hamata? Exactly, exactly. And he answers, Exactly. So let's read that again. Now, what the Gemara is going to answer, like we would do, which makes sense, there's two kinds of... Beautiful. There's two types of clouds and there's two types of winds. One of them never stops and one of them does stop. Let's see that inside. Avim avim lokashya. The question between clouds and clouds is not difficult. Ha becharfi, ha ba'afli. Ha, this that we said in the first brighta, it never stops. That's becharfi. That's in the early clouds. Which means early clouds means the clouds. Early clouds. No, I don't know. Oh, Choref, oh, Choref. I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know. It's a good point. Chaufe means early, early clouds. The clouds that precede rain. The clouds that are before rain. Those clouds never stop. Ha be'afle. But this that we're saying that Vatsat Hashemayim, Hashem could withhold the clouds, that's the clouds that are after the rain. The Gemara later, later in the, this Amud, we're going to see, is going to tell us the clouds that are before the rain never stop. There is a great benefit to also have clouds after rain, but that's only if we're doing Torah and Mitzvot properly. If we're not, so then the Torah says, V'atzat HaShamayim, Hashem will withhold the heavens, meaning that He'll stop the clouds after rain. Now let's just stop for a second. What great benefit is there? Clouds following rain. I thought this was a very interesting thing. What, what great benefit could there be? Oh, oh, beautiful. That makes sense, right? Everyone That's here what Dr. Pumper just said. No, it makes sense. Is that if you have rain, right? And then the sky opens up and the heat pours down, what ends up happening? All of the rain evaporates. It doesn't get... No, no, the heat. The sun comes down. It's just like when you're uh, watering your, for your house, when you're the sprinklers, you do it early At night. in the morning, like four in the morning, right. three in the morning when it's dark, yeah. so the water all gets absorbed. Exactly. During the day, it's a waste of water. Exactly. So the Gemara later in this Amud is going to tell us... <laughs> exactly, it's all where you're living. <laughs> we don't have gardens. So <laughs> the Gemara is going to tell us later in this Amud exactly that. The Gemara is going to say, when there's clouds after a rainfall, it's almost as beneficial as the rainfall itself. That's what the Gemara is going to say. It's considered secondary only to the rain, meaning it has as much benefit almost as the rain itself, which makes sense what Dr. Pomper just said, is that if there's clouds after rain, the rain stops, but there's clouds, it allows the ground and the plants and the soil to absorb the rain and then be able to prosper. Versus if the clouds would open up after it rained, a lot of the water will be lost. So the Gemara is answering the first Brachta that says the clouds never stop. That's referring to the clouds that are before the rain. That always is there, which makes sense, by the way, just based on the water cycle. I mean, that's just always going to be there. The second Brachta that says God will withhold the clouds, it means those that have great benefit that follow the rain, that could be withheld if we don't keep Torah and Mitzvot properly. So we've resolved the question regarding clouds. Let's move on. Ruchot aruchot okashya. There's also no difficulty between winds and winds because ha beruach mitsuya, this that we said the winds never stop is a ruach mitsuya. 
What's a Ruach Metsuya? A common wind. Regular winds never stop. And we explained what is the benefit of regular winds. It causes the bacteria, the, the dust, filter, all the things. The it's like the filter, exactly, like the sweeping. That's beneficial, but that's basic benefit, and that never stops. Now this, the second Brayta that says the winds could stop, is referring to a wind that is not common. Now what do you mean not common? So we're going to see momentarily, <coughs> it refers to a wind that is a little bit stronger than the ordinary wind. Ordinary wind, basic wind, causes the dust and dirt and bacteria to scatter, okay, keeping the world healthy. A wind that's a little bit stronger has an additional benefit. We'll see momentarily what that is. But that could be taken away if we don't keep Torah and Mitzvot properly. Now, what benefit could there be? We're not talking about a hurricane here. What a, what a little bit of a stronger wind. What could there be of benefit in that? A little bit of a stronger wind. So the Gemara is about to show us the benefit in a little bit of a stronger wind is in the process of... <coughs> what's that? Maybe it makes it stronger. Makes who stronger? No, I'm just saying that the plants, they, they get oh. a little, it's like weightlifting, you know? It's really? like a little bit of exercise, you know, while you're growing. Here, right? Regardless, nothing to do. I hear, I hear. What the Gemara is about to show us is that there is a benefit of a bit of a stronger wind, which is called winnowing. What is winnowing? So in the process of, pr- of production of grain, of tvuah, one of the things we do, which is actually is on Shabbat, this is one of the Lametet Melachot we have that come from this, is they used to take the grain that had the shaft around it, it had the psolet around it, they would throw it in the air, and then the wind would separate the psolet, which you don't want, from the actual kernels. It's like borer. It's separating the negative part, the bad part you don't want, and from the positive, the kernels that you do want. It's called winnowing. They would throw it in the air. They didn't have fans. So instead of a fan, they would use the wind. That's what they would do. So a little bit of a stronger wind is necessary for that. So the Gemara says, okay, but that's only a benefit we get when we're keeping Torah and mitzvot. Fine. But the Gemara is about to challenge. I guess there's still some so that there's some invalid part that needs to be taken off. But what the Gemara is about to challenge is like this. The Gemara is going to say, but one second, if you need the wind for that purpose, so then how could that stop? Meaning, the whole point we're saying here is, as long as the world needs this type of weather pattern, this type of weather condition to function, this type of whatever it is, rain for example, it never stops, or, or sorry, tal, let's say. Since it never stops, therefore you don't have to mention. But if it's necessary for winnowing, it's necessary to separate the shaft, the psolet, from the grain, so then it shouldn't stop either. So how can we say it does stop when we don't keep Torah and mitzvot? That's going to be the question. Let's read that inside. Of course, we can stop because we didn't keep the Torah. But again, 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 the premise of this whole sugya is any weather condition that's necessary for basic functioning, God will never stop it because the world won't function. That's the reality. 
So the same way we're saying now, the Ruach Metsuya, the common wind is necessary, let's say, to clear the dust and dirt in the world. If this is necessary, this slightly stronger wind, in order to separate the psolet, the negative part, from the kernels, so then that's necessary, so how could that stop? That's going to be the question. We need rain for the world to function also, right? It's true. So a guy can stop Because that's seasonal, because that's seasonal. It's different. We're saying these things never stop. That's the point. He's never, rain does stop. There are seasons, correct. So that's the challenge we say right now. So let's see that inside. We're talking about the Wachmech, which is the common wind. Never stops. Never stops. <coughs> I'm sorry, like we spoke about the Tal, but there is like a regular do and the Talebolcha, which is like, it comes with the rain when we're doing bon- Bonus. The bonus. So we have like three things that they are basically depends on the Torah and Mitzvot that we can <coughs> Yeah. Wind, clouds, and do. Right. right, right. So let's continue. Asks the Gemara, what do you mean? Ruach she'ena metzuya, when it comes to this slightly stronger wind, an uncommon wind, chazya lebeidari, it is appropriate, it's fitting, lebeidari, lebeidari means for the granary, for the silos. That's the place where they process the grains. Silo, I don't know how you say it in Hebrew, but the, the place where they process the grains, they take all of the tfua there and then they put it through the process to do it properly. It's like a place where... Oh, something like that. Yeah, Garon. Garon. Uh, no, no. Uh, no, you're right. Um, Beta Granot. Beta Granot, I think it's called in the Torah Mishnayot, maybe. So, I mean, it's a granary. It's a kitzer. It's the place where they take the tfua in order to produce it properly. So the Gemara says if it's necessary for that winnowing procedure to separate the shaft, the negative part, from the, from the kernels, so asks the Gemara, how could that potentially stop? So the Gemara answers, that's not a problem. Because even if that would stop, you would still be able to process the tua. What could you do instead of using the wind for that? It's possible to use a sieve. Nafavata is a sieve. It's a tool, it's an instrument that they would use to separate the good part of the grains from the bad part of the grains. The bellows that he's talking about? I don't know if that's the bellows, but it's, it's so here, the sifter, bellows sifter, would, basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so sifter just... Yeah. exactly. So they could use that. So therefore, Ruach Sheina Mitzvah does have great benefit. But if we're not keeping Torah and Mitzvot, Hashem will stop. How could it stop? Then we won't be able to winnow. The answer is, you could still do it. It's a little more awkward, maybe. It's a little less productive. But you could still do it that way. It's not absolutely necessary. And therefore, Ruach Sheina Mitzvah could stop. Therefore, what ends up happening, <coughs> we've just shown what never stops. Avim and Ruchot. What do we mean? Avim never stops is clouds that are before the rain. The clouds that are after the rain, we say, It could stop, even though that gives great benefit. It's not necessary, so it could stop. And Ruchot, Ruchot, what are we resolving this? We're saying, Ruch Metsuya never stops because you need that for functioning of the world, basic functioning. Ruch She'ena Metsuya, however, it's a great benefit because it helps you in the process of of grain production, but it's not necessary because you can use a sieve, you can use a sifter, so therefore it could stop. But it seems like the Avad owns the grain after the rain, but it doesn't make sense because the dew is after oh, yeah, the that's rain, interesting. the wind is after the rain, and the Avim is after the rain. saying the way we're learning when it comes to clouds. The pasuk is actually referring to clouds after the rain. Before and and after, first it right? puts vatzar tashma velo yamata. That's a good question. Oh. Everyone hears matan's question. We just said 
the Pshat and Vatsat Hashamayim, when Hashem will withhold the, the heavens, means the clouds, and there won't be rain. The first part of the Pasuk means Hashem will withhold which type of clouds? The clouds that are after the rain. But the Pasuk writes, Vatsat Hashamayim, it puts the rain after Vatsat Hashamayim. So it's interesting. The way we're interpreting the Pasuk is the clouds that follow the, the rain puts down. The bonus ones are actually only the, the, the <coughs> one after the rain. But the way the order of the Pasuk goes, it first says, Vatsat Hashamayim, and then Velo Yehiyamatar. Good point. The unusual. Yeah. Yeah. The ones that are after, right. The special ones. Right. That's a good question. I don't know the answer. It's a good question. Meaning, I don't know if it's necessarily telling us the order in the Pasuk. So that's probably why it's not. But I don't know why it would put it that way either. That's a good point. So the kids are, what have we resolved? We've shown that Hashem will withhold clouds and winds that are of extra benefit if we're not keeping Torah and mitzvot, but He will not withhold clouds and winds that are absolutely necessary for overall functioning, which means clouds before rain, winds of basic functioning. But He will withhold the rain in the first place. But rain could be withheld, yeah. Rain could be withheld. But if He gives you the rain, you get always get the early... early uh, Early uh, clouds. clouds, clouds, right. Early clouds come and before. The, uh, and the uh, and the ruach shenu. No, ruach mitzvah. Ruach, ruach mitzvah is constant. Yeah, ruach mitzvah is always constant. If you constant. get the rain, you'll. Even yeah. if you don't get the rain, you're going to get. Exactly, the rain. exactly. Basic. That's right. That's what emerges. I want to point that out. These three weather conditions that we say are perpetual, are constant, are always going to happen. Which is tal, which is the basic level of tal, do. Ruchot, which is winds, is the basic level of winds that is always going to occur. And avim and clouds, again, the basic level, which we said is before the rain, but also, I guess, if there wasn't rain, it would just occur. That basic benefit, therefore, those never stop. I they learned it many years ago. A yeah. little bit, a small part of the Ani, that also it's talking about the difference between the clouds. Yeah, well, yeah we're going to learn that, yeah. Which is like we're saying in Tehillim, We're going to learn about that, we'll get there. We're going to get into that, it's very interesting. Like the dark clouds and the light clouds and... We'll see. Yeah, we're going to get into that. Exactly. All right, I guess let's stop here. We'll review now. Let's review. Sat Hashem. We'll stop. We'll pick up tomorrow with uh, Rabbi, new bright yeah. Also, there is famine, unfortunately, on